Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, today we are on episode 23, but technically it's season 2, episode 1, new year, new podcast. Uh, and yeah. unlike normal, we're not going to start with the off-topic, just because we did quite we did notice that we were getting quite frequently carried away with the off-topic and probably giving it more uh, lip service than the actual topic of the whole fitness podcast. <laughs> so we're just yeah, going to try and stay 100%. on topic. Uh, so this week's topic in our little brief podcast summary thing is mindful eating. And in my notes, I've got what, how, and why. Yep. So I think, I suppose it starts off with the easiest. Like, what what would you say mindful eating is? So... For people that have never heard of it before. Yeah, I used to frequently... I frequently got this confused with intuitive eating. They're kind of, like, in the same ballpark, but the devil... The difference is in the details. Like, the devil's in the details a little bit. Um, the mindful part of mindful eating is specifically catered to... Ha! Eating puns. Specifically relevant to your, I guess, presentness when eating. As much as it um, does sound like a bit of a meme, a lot of, I think, was it, um, I'll have to, I can't remember uh, what the kind of damage on the actual literature and studies were around it. But I'm sure people have looked at stuff uh, like ghrelin levels and satiety responses in people that eat whilst doing something else. So if you're somebody who frequently eats while watching TV or sitting at your desk doing work, like that's a classic. Like people take their breakfast into work or have their breakfast at work, like they bring it with them and then sit at their desk and eat it, like kind of whilst they're reading the morning emails and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I literally did that this morning. I <laughs> yeah, I literally, yeah, literally did that like two hours ago. Um, the satiety response and actual hormone levels, ghrelin, I believe, um, if I recall, again, I don't have my perfect dictionary definitions in front of me, as a hormone related to the feeling of fullness and hunger. I believe it's one of the two. There's two of them that work. One of them's a fullness one, and one of them's a hunger feeling one. I can't remember which is which. Um... However, some folk find that the response and levels of those is affected by if you essentially eat whilst distracted versus if you just sit and like actually focus on eating and enjoying the thing. Yeah. Why this is kind of relevant is that if some people are very bad for eating distractedly and also are looking to put together some sort of dietary intervention to change kind of how they look and feel and how much energy they have and various other things about their health. It's a fairly free and easy way to potentially improve that, especially if you lean very heavily into the distracted eating. And given that, I don't know about you, but I personally get very, very annoyed when people sit and eat whilst on their phone. Especially if you are eating with them and it's like you're actually going out somewhere and you're like, cool, like I thought we were going to lunch, but apparently we're just, you're coming to, you're just coming to scroll Instagram, but I'm here at the lunch type thing. Oh, yeah. Holly semi regularly gets her phone yeeted across the living room. <laughs> Gronk spike the phone. Hiya! Yeah. The, uh, 
but yeah, not to be confused with intuitive eating, which would be your ability to compose meals, portion size, and essentially eyeball a diet without any formal tracking of macros, calories, or anything else. As in, you just eat intuitively, and it works out. Which, yeah. given that the UK has an obesity problem, I'm going to say doesn't work most of the time. Yeah, I'd say the only time that works is for traditionally people who have either tracked for a very long time, so have a very good idea of what constitutes, like, what the portion size. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're kind of just like, you don't have a body weight goal, you're just like, meh. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, I'll just eat this. I feel like this. That's great. I'm doing that kind of currently because, as as we discussed earlier, I was signed up for uh, another powerlifting comp or the first powerlifting comp in like seven years or whatever. Um, And I, again, got on the scales. I kind of roughly track uh, whether I take various interventions with my diet just based on how I look, really. Like, there's like a level of softness that I am tolerably okay with and there's a part where if it gets a bit rowdy i'm like nah this is this is out of hand we're doing something about it yeah however typically that pretty much just involves minimizing social eating in terms of like not just absolutely using it as a license to go nuts and replacing any time i ever eat anything that's remotely a snack food with just a piece of fruit (laughs) like in any situation where i'm stood in front of a cupboard that has snack based things in it i'll just be like this isn't fruit and just go eat a piece of fruit instead and unsurprisingly the weight strips off pretty quick (laughs) the weight and like the weight and body fat strips off pretty quick when you replace eating whatever biscuits and or cake you eat in a day with just three or four pieces of fruit (laughs) and better for you oh yeah 100 percent tons of tons of micronutrients and stuff yeah. and again to be fair i like fruit I, it's literally mostly yeah. just uh it's there so i eat it type thing when it comes to fucking junk food yeah i usually find that as well the um <clears throat> but yeah so uh basic intervention for mindful eating would be starting on one meal a day that's usually how we start with like very basic interventions if people are really new to this would just be, especially if you typically find yourself quite hungry at, if we're talking from breakfast till lunchtime, is essentially, instead of sitting down and eating, I don't know, your cereal and protein shake or your overnight oats or whatever you happen to be up to, uh, in front of a f- your computer screen or in front of your laptop or in front of the TV, just, like, stand in your kitchen and eat it. Just don't have, don't have your phone on you, don't, like doom scroll your way through instagram or facebook reels or whatever you get addicted to just no screens just kind of stand there and just focus on eating it and see and try to notice how you feel around lunchtime after like a week or so of doing that and see if there's any improvement could be that you notice a big difference could be that you're like nah didn't really notice much difference at all yeah but 
it could be something useful you want to get into. And I think that pretty much covers it. So we will probably see you folks in the next episode, episode 24, where yeah. we'll be talking about creatine and how to skirt the natty border as close as oh, possible. Oh, the gateway to roids! Yeah. The gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you then.